Hi, my name is James Ramos. I am a licensed general contractor at Ramos Design Build. While my core business and expertise is construction and development, I own several businesses in two other arenas, real estate, including sales, finance, and insurance, and construction product companies like cabinetry, flooring, and interior design firm that creates jaw-dropping impressions when someone walks through the door. These three areas allow me to be a better builder and solely focused on luxury homes valued at over $1 million. We service every facet along the residential home journey. Buy, sell, design, build, finance, furnish, and maintain. I have won 10 National Aurora Awards for standout kitchen and bath design and build projects. And the Ramos family name is synonymous with thousands of successful residential and commercial construction projects in the Southeast United States since 1956. Let Ramos Design Build help you with the home of your dreams today. Call 813-259-1111 or go to RamosDesignBuild.com. Let me help you make your dream a reality. The real estate market is open. Ramos Design Build is Tampa Bay's premier construction company. This is a program where the real estate experts are live. Whether buying, selling, building, or designing, Ramos has the answers. Now, here's the area's best resource for all things real estate, James Ramos. Hi, this is James Ramos with Move With Me Radio. I have a special guest today. Her name is Jaya Rose. Jaya works with with me, actually, at um, a new business that we started, a f uh, what, a few months ago? A few year ago, ago, I think it's been. Mm -hmm. and it's called Dakota Kitchen and Bath. We're located in South Tampa. And Jaya has an amazing history I'd like to tell you guys about out there, all the listeners. So glad to have you, Jaya. How Thank are you doing you. today? Thank you. I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me, James. I appreciate you it. You are welcome. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing today, and then we can go backwards and talk about you know, how you started, how you got in the business and all that okay. good stuff. Okay, well, um, today, for example, I am working with you and your team to get your uh, this business off the ground, Dakota Kitchen and Bath, with beautiful products for interior design, um, specifically for the kitchen and bath, but there are other products that we also offer uh, for the consumer to pull everything together. So I'm, I'm working nine to five, nine to six, nine to <laughs> 10, nine to nine, <laughs> I'm uh, working hard just to get this moving and trying to reach out to builders and interior designers uh, for interest in our services and our products. Yeah, you know, I tell you today, it's it's so much about the design and the setup of a job. It just goes so much more smoother when you have a good design team that can actually pull the parts and pieces together. And then it obviously flows better when it goes down to the execution side and the project managers um, the folks that are on Ramos Design Build actually get a great plan. Um, right. And there's not a lot of changes, if you will. So Right. Well, I think what's important today, the clients today are a lot more educated and know what oh, they yeah. like because they have access to all the social media and all of the imagery that floods the media everywhere. Um, so people end up knowing what they like. And most clients start by collecting images that if they're thinking about doing a project. But I think the key thing to remember is because you know what you like, you know, you're not, you're like, sometimes you're a little armed and dangerous because right. you don't have right. all of the information. The best part of any job, of course, is the 5% that's the frosting on the cake. And that's picking out the beautiful finishes, colors and materials. But that's really only 5% of the job. The rest of a project like a kitchen or a bath or is complex. It involves every system in the house. So the you, function, have, your, you have your electric, you have your heating and air conditioning, you have to integrate all this equipment into one space. So I think there's a lot more 
that people don't naturally think about when they're when they're thinking about doing a project. Yeah, I'm, it's interesting when you say that they they're more educated than ever before. Mm-hmm. So, what do you do when a client comes to you and they've seen a lot of the shows on Home and Garden Network and you know the Fixer Upper type shows right. and the things that they're doing these great renovations and they're super fast and they're super cheap. Right. Um, and they say, "Hey, I have all this, you know, these ideas." And so, how do you take that? Uh, with a grain of salt. <laughs> I um, really, um, in my contracts, I don't allow my clients to uh, watch those television shows. But that's not, I mean, I would like that in a perfect world uh, because they uh, they haven't really done a service for our industry. Um, They have and they haven't. I mean, they've opened up. It's created excitement. Yes. And I think people are more enthused about their surroundings and and where they live and how they live and what their space is like. So that is, can only benefit interior design. But thinking that, Everybody has the skills. We've always faced that being doing interior design. People, you know, it, it's been a hard, it's a hard profession and it's always struggling or working hard towards gaining credibility from people because most people think, oh, you know, oh, your job's so much fun. You get to pick colors all day. Like, what's your favorite color? And come shopping color? with me. Right. Or I'll come over to someone's place and they'll be like, oh, do this. It's like the job is a lot more complex than that. I mean, you have to have a, really in-depth understanding of materials and how they work, how they're um, installed, what kind of equipment is used to put things together. I mean, it's a very um, um, technical space. So are most of your clients excited or are they at a point where they have to renovate? They're like, okay, I can't find anything and I have to renovate. I'm not really here pleasantly or are they excited no, the, naturally most people excited, get excited and, yeah. about a, a kitchen or bath or any project any right. interior design project because it is exciting to to really change your space i think that is a plus people really understand the benefit of being in a space that reflects who they are and gives them a level of comfort and security yeah so i mean i would i would imagine i don't know these stats but i would imagine that there's more people out there who potentially have the money to do a renovation, whether it's small or big. And they're just anxiety is just like, I really don't know about it. I'm not comfortable with the whole construction world. You may have heard stories and, and things like that right. um, from neighbors and friends of, of, of horror. Oh, there's rather. good stories out yeah. there. Yeah. So, yes. so when people, you know, there's a lot of listeners out there. So if you want, if you're wanting to do something like, what are the things that that you you should tell them like well i mean it's right it's not away, as hard as what it looks or n- no it's um, or is as hard as what it looks it's, it's <laughs> harder than it appears to be yeah. it's like people who go to our show well that's not getting them off the couch no it's not yeah. but no but <laughs> no but i i think um what what they uh need to think about is that it's like doing anything else it has a lot of moving parts and moving pieces that need to be like a perfect fit. It's like a puzzle, like a rubric. And when it, and it needs to click just like that last spin you take on those colors, it needs to all come together and everything needs to fit and be in place. And that takes a lot of attention. And if people are overwhelmed, then, then they definitely need to be working with a professional. Right. And so, you know, hire a kitchen designer who has education. I am definitely pro education. Right. Um, I do think that, um, that there are very talented people who may or may not have a formal education in design who are very successful. But trust me when I tell you that they took all their hard knocks the hard way. Right. 
you learn. I mean, you can't, it's impossible to know everything. It's a, it's one thing to be able to put things together and like beautiful things, but it's another thing to understand why things look good together. Yeah. Well, speaking of education, this was one of the things that I liked about when I was interviewing you, or rather, I think you were interviewing us, but, um, with, with education. (laughs) So I've, I've seen you and, and you get just as excited of working with a client's designer as you do working directly with a client. So tell me the role that, that I've seen where, you know, we're, you know, the, the environment that we have at Dakota kitchen and bath, you do, you wear so many hats, for example. So one of the things that we charted out to make sure we didn't, you know, we, we tried to, um, to let the, the trade industry know that they're welcome. In, in, in DKB and we're not going to go out and start designing over them or speaking over them or things like that. And you, you're really great at that. Well, thank I don't you. know if you know that. <laughs> Thanks, but, James. Yeah. No, I didn't know. Uh, but thank you very much. I appreciate that. Well, first of all, I love design. So I, I'm excited about all design, but I love working with other um, intelligent people who understand design. Also, I really do think that Better things come from a team of really smart people getting together and taking the best of what each person has to offer. Right. I mean, there's so many great designers in this town everywhere. So I just want to meet with them because I learn from people every day. So all the designers I work with bring something and then I take what they, I, I'm able to um, see what they've, um, I, I'm able to uh, actually see what their vision is and then take their vision and help them make it a reality because I have a very in-depth understanding of materials and how they're um, made, you know, manufactured, how they go together, how to manipulate them so they work together. So I feel that I can take the job to the next level. Like you can do a pretty kitchen, you can see something on HGTV and say, yeah. oh, I want a kitchen like that. But it's the way you put it together, it's the scale, it's proportion, it's, it's, it's not just picking the same things and putting it in your house. You're working with a client right now, um, no names, but you're working with a client right now and they have a designer. So how has that been just most recently? So, so it seems like, I mean, I just, I fly by, I walk by your office. I don't don't really stand over the door or anything, but it seems like everybody's excited (laughs) and happy. It seems like it's a even gelling even more because that client, has their designer, which I think is their personal friend, right. as well as their right. you know, designer. Well, they do. And she is their designer, and so her, her, um, her skill, her, her understanding of the you know it's it's different. Not everybody is an expert in cabinetry, furniture, and how all these things go together. So I'm able to take her ideas and her concepts. She shows me her ideas, and then I make them happen for her. Right. So she depends on me for that. That's something that she doesn't understand. So um, I just am able to support her and do that. And the client's there and there's no struggle. Whatever they want, whatever a client wants, I'm there to facilitate. So that's why I I was thinking this morning, it's kind of like um, being an actor. Like every client brings a new experience to you. And then I have to take that and interpret that to make it, you know, what they imagined in the first place. Yeah, well, when we come back, we're going to talk about the different levels of, of skill sets that a designer has and how you've been able to accommodate just this recent recent designer. So you had mentioned um, there's there's a level of things that she's not good at. So, if, for, you know, I would imagine it's more technical and, and CAD work in 2020 and things like that. And we'll 
We'll come back after these messages. This is James Ramos with Move With Me Radio. It's jamesramos.com or follow me on Twitter at JRTPA. We're back. This is James Ramos with Move With Me Radio. We're here with Jaya Rose from DKB. It's Dakota Kitchen and Bath in South Tampa. That's so right. we were talking about education. So uh, a little birdie told me that you were a professor. Yes, this is for, true. For several years. No lie. So what, what drove you <laughs> to leave Tampa Bay, go to... Well, you know, first of all... Professing. I, f- I feel like I'm a design nomad. That's what right. I sometimes call myself. Yeah. Because I, I'm like designer on the go. Whatever needs to happen, needs to happen. I always knew that I would go back and teach because I have to tell you that I loved my graduate school experience so much that I just really wanted to do it. I admired all my professors. They were all working in the industry, in the city where they were. They were professing. They were the coolest people, and I learned so much from them that I really wanted to be able to do that for other students and to have that experience myself so that's why that's what took me to to do it i knew that i always would so were you like um you know one of the shows like back to school or you know were you just no, crashing I, fraternity houses and yeah, sorority I, houses and things I, let me just or, or were, you, this were you a student I, or a professor i was i was <laughs> a student acting like a professor <laughs> i mean the truth so what did you I mean, teach the truth is i mean i was in interior design programs okay. and i was the um, the accreditation coordinator for the NKBA, which is the National Kitchen and Bath Association. Okay. They have actual programs, educational programs throughout the United States that focus on kitchen and bath design. And um, it's the professional organization that most kitchen and bath designers um, are part of. Right. So I would teach to the standards and the guidelines that are set based on peer-reviewed um, uh, research and really seriously, I mean, putting like cans so of food much on realistic. shelves and seeing yeah. how much shelf space, you know, what a shelf mm-hmm. holds and doing math and figuring out. So, yeah, so it's about the actual mechanics of putting a kitchen together because, like I said, it's where everything comes together, all the systems of the house. It was uh, applying theory to now actual. Right. And it was a, right. probably a fantastic class and well, course for everything were, I did was wonderful. They, <laughs> absolutely. Kidding. No. Was this a class that they took later on? Yeah, know, they were they, m- okay, more one of their final classes were, getting yes, ready to exactly. get into the Juniors workforce. Juniors and seniors would take the course and they would take it um, hopefully prior to doing their internship where they go out and work for a few weeks with uh, a professional organization. Yeah, so that they would know whether they wanted to do it. And I mean, I have to tell you as a professor, there's a certain type of student that just latches on to the to the way we have to organize our planning for kitchen and bath design. And I'd have a few of them in every class, and I just right away you could tell by the way they think and ask the questions that they ask. That in, this, like, in the school that you taught at, you've got the bugs. Well, I taught at two schools. I did this at two schools: one university, University of Georgia in Athens, Georgia. Okay. And then I just moved from East Carolina University in Greenville. North Carolina. Nice. Not nice. to be confused with South Carolina. Okay. Yeah. So it was a great experience. And I realized towards the end of my teaching that I wanted to work on all the projects that I gave my students. You know, I was like, would, you know, want to find solutions. 
because they were good exercises that I was giving them. Are you still in connection so, with a lot of the students? Yeah, all, uh, lots of them. Or a lot Instagram, of them, Facebook. Do a lot of them stay LinkedIn. in that area, or some? Uh, of them no, they mostly leave. leave. It's a small town, and right. uh, Greenville's okay. just a college town. Period. There's right. nothing there really. There's a couple interior designers and architects who serve just the, bus- the local business and. So, so a typical of, project, let's just say a home, right? You, you, you know, the client wants a renovation. Who do they call first? I'm I mean, there's I'm builders not, out there. There's architects. There's engineers. Well, I think what most people do is designers. think first about someone that they might know who does something right. related to what they want to be done. Oh, let's call, you know, let's call Martha. Her brother is a contractor. Maybe he can help us. Right. So I think a lot of it's all about word of mouth and, and who you know. Um, you can always go to the uh, the professional design association websites right. and put in your zip code, and there there will be interior designers listed there who are members. And to be a member of these professional organizations, you're vetted. You're yeah. v- you're, you're more than vetted. You have exams and um, licensure, the whole thing. So, so what would be an example of one? Well, like American Society of Interior Designers. Okay. That's uh, commonly called ASID. Okay. Because uh, they use the um, whatever that's called. But um, if you went to ASID, uh, I think they're .org, you would be able to put in uh, the zip code and then find um, a professional member. And right away, so that's vetting them to a certain degree. Then you can go and find their website and see if your their work, if you respond to their work. Um, there's two parts of hiring a person to work for you. And one is their personality and the way they, they work with people. And the other is their ability, their knowledge and ability to do the job. So you have two issues there. Listen, you need to be able to get along with these people that you hire. Right. And it really is important that you have trust because right. you cannot go, you cannot, do not enter into any kind of experience like this without a level of trust. Because it ha- you, have to, you have to have it. Otherwise, the clients, the, they'll be very uncomfortable through the project. And it won't be a good experience. Well, I'm just on ASID.org. And I just typed your name in and you're there. Wow. Oh, well, how do you- nice. <laughs> I don't know if your phone number's right. Oh, but, my God. Because yeah. no, nobody, nobody, uh, <laughs> nobody checked on sure. me when they hired me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had to do a police. Uh, yeah, well, anyway. <laughs> you know, you know I, I've said a few few shows back and probably a number of shows but you know when somebody goes and hires a contractor they they typically talk with a contractor they don't really realize that it's not just the contractor it's the people behind them it's it's everyone the, yeah it's the heating and air guy it's the plumber it's the electrician um you know if you're doing framing or mm-hmm. trim carpentry or cabinetry and things like that and i think that's so important you know and it comes out when you ask for their their references and calling those clients that they've they've had you know in the past, right? I and think I've always you know I've always been skeptical because you know we have a reference sheet and right. of course you're going to put all the good you know jobs and people that you know, right? Um, so we try well, you've to had we, them then. So we, we try to put all the projects you know and just hope that they call. No, I'm just right, kidding. but right, but, you no. Know, but, but, but you always wonder, you know, people are like, well, I'm not going to call their references. They're just going to give me the three people that they like. And it's like, no, call their references and find out because like, what about you know, the typical the person's going to, you know, the truth will, will come out. You Trust know? me, so, any conversation it comes out. I mean, I, I mean, 
one of my very good friends, I did her kitchen. And there was like not a thing. I mean, it's a beautiful kitchen, still beautiful today. But there's one thing that she really preferred that I had done differently, which was the location of originally. I'm going to just put this out there of a garbage disposal. Switch. Right. <laughs> okay. The one thing in the whole kitchen and she's a very good, I give her as a reference cause it's a very beautiful kitchen and I do an excellent job and she's very articulate, but she, you know, ne- and I'm like, no, don't tell people about the garbage disposal <laughs> switch, but it, 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 uh, you know, ultimately she does. So the point is, is that people will tell you. And so you have to just understand because like it's, there's no perfect, Every contractor and builder and designer always works towards streamlining the process. But when you have all these different people that play all those different roles, try, it's it's a jug, It literally is a juggling act. And the fact that it built, homes get built in the first place is amazing to me. So you just have to be able to roll, go with the flow, and maybe you know. I don't know. Yeah, Invest just in go a case the of wine. Well, my name is James Ramos, <laughs> and we're here with Jaya Rose. She works at um, DKB. It's Dakota Kitchen and Bath here in South Tampa. And what I'm really excited about, mostly, is is that we have um, a Tampa person who left, um, professed for eight nine years, and was a professor up in in Georgia and in North Carolina, and she's back. In Tampa Bay. So when you came back, okay. I know you have family here and some ties. I mean, I do is there any here. differences? I mean, when you came back, I mean, yeah, are you well, naturally excited definitely... or are you missing autumn? Because we don't have autumn here. Uh, no, like we had autumn, didn't we? Like four well, days I ago. You know, yeah. I was looking it up. We I was asking my son, like, what, what are the four seasons? What happened to autumn? You right. Because like, I don't even know what Florida, autumn is. They don't, have, they don't really have autumn. <laughs> um, I did enjoy the seasons when I lived out of state, um, but it's just as hot. In Georgia yeah. and North Carolina, so if, if the people always un- say that, and I just think like you can go same. on vacation, you right. know, and just go freeze for a right. week or so, you know, right. in New York City, and but I'd say this area is so dense. I don't know how it even got denser. I mean, so it's dense with business and people and families, and I mean, it's really grown a lot since I've left. And when I left, it was big, and with St. Peter's really made a change yeah. and. So lots of things are changing, um, and I'm excited to be back, and I'm ready to, um, you know, I'm ready to do some great work. Well, I think and you I are am doing, doing some. Yeah, you <laughs> are doing some great work. I am, and I'm just happy to be to be doing it uh, right here and with uh, being with you, James, in this moment. Yeah, <laughs> pleases me like nothing else. Um, so when if you are interested at all, please. Don't hesitate to contact me if anybody's listening and they're thinking about doing a kitchen and bath project. What is the phone number? 813? Right. 259-0002. And I'm Jaya Rose. And, and it's the, the website is Dakota, D-A-K-O-T-A dot gallery. Exactly. So it's not, not, it's not dot gallery dot com. It's Dakota no, dot gallery. It is. It's one of those funky new uh, dots. Well, we're going to break after a few messages. We'll be back. This is James Ramos with Move With Me Radio. We're here with Jaya Rose. Glad to have you, and we'll be back after a few messages. Thank you. Hi, we're back here. My name is James Ramos with Move With Me Radio. I'm excited to have Jaya Rose. Jaya Rose is an interior designer. She is uh, living and breathing in Tampa, Florida, which is great to have you back from North Carolina. I know you were you, you were out for seven, eight years, and now you're back. You are teaching um, as a professor, and um, you're now working at Dakota Kitchen and Bath. I it's am. Dakota.gallery. Thrilled to be working there. So we were talking in the first half about 
you know, just the overwhelming feeling that typically, you know, somebody that wants a renovation, they don't really know when to start, how to start, you know, they're contacting their friends and family, people that they know of having renovations and they're trying to get connections and, and hoping that they find the right person. So when they do find you, Jaya, what do you do? I mean, how do you, how do you bring them in and, 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 and ease their pain, if you will, or anxiety well, and, and walk through a, a pretty regimented process that I know you have? Yes, I do. I have, um, well, uh, most of the clients, I mean, I still haven't met one that has not collected some images, whether they're from torn out from magazines or books. Yes, they still exist magazines and books, uh, or online at a site like Pinterest or House. Okay. So there's really, I can't even think of a client who does not, has not started that process because that's a lot of fun. Right. So when I get them, then I have them share those images with me right away. So those, that's one thing that, that talks about the aesthetic, but as far as the mechanics of putting a project like a kitchen project together, you're really not, um, inconvenienced the design process should should be fun. So you start there. No one's ripping up your kitchen. Generally speaking, everything needs to be decided, selected, and determined, and collected, and then the team goes in to do the work. So there's specifications. There's, you know, I have to educate. I mean, I do educate every client so that if, depending on what they're doing to the kitchen, if they're doing a brand new renovation where they're tearing everything out and they just want to redo it, then we have a, a very full process because all the appliances need to be selected. And that is just not as simple as saying buy these appliances. Every client has a preference. Right. I mean, just even when it comes down to the refrigerator. I mean, do most I people mean, come in, do they have a budget or do, is there a, a segment I, of people where they're like, I don't have a budget. Well, I don't really know my budget. I mean, well, I know they're saying the truth. Some yeah, people just some don't people, really know, they, they you know how much this is going to cost. They don't know. But a lot of people have friends who have done work and will ask questions. And it depends on what level um, of investment you want to make in the kitchen. So that's kind of where I start, you know, because we have to figure out what they, what the client really wants to do. Are they, are they just sick of looking at everything? Is everything still, do they just want to change out countertops? So it's just really trying to understand from the client what is not working for them in their current situation. Some people just come in and say, you know, it works fine. I'm just sick of looking at it. Right, right. You know, so there's all different kinds of things. But the main thing I start with, um, I'm sorry, did that answer your question? Yeah, it did. Okay. I mean, what I was going to say is a lot of people that I have found is that not only have they collected the pictures and the images, whether they're, whether they're tear outs of magazines, I tell them to circle them and write down because when you go back to the picture, you mm -hmm. see five different things that you didn't right. really, you, you forget. Right. Um, and then house is a great site, Pinterest. Mm -hmm. um, but what I find is, is I like to ask what their journey is prior mm -hmm. because many of, of, of the clients have actually looked to go and buy another home. Cause, cause they're oh, sort of like, to thinking about you know, I love my neighborhood, mm -hmm. but if I found something right. close by or in the same neighborhood that I can just, you know, sign a contract and sell it and sign another contract and buy it and, right. and move my stuff over, that would be the best avenue. So we've, we've ended up putting on jamesramus.com. You can actually look for real estate, you know, and right. we have ties with the, with Remax obviously and things like that. So, so I, I find that to be really interesting and, and not only will they have pictures from house and things like that, mm -hmm. they'll have pictures from homes that they've actually walked through and looked in that are if currently. If they're collecting and they're yeah. interested, they're just trying to make the decision between staying in a house or moving into a new home. Um, I, it always comes down to the money. I mean, the bottom right. line of everything is money. Businesses are there to make money. So yes, 
as a business, we definitely want, we wouldn't be in business. That's what the meaning of business is. But as a homeowner, we're not, we're not, I mean, I don't think, at least from my point of view, I'm not, I'm there to use their money in um, their funds, which they've worked really hard for in the best way to get the most value for them at the end of the day. I'm not there, contrary to popular belief, to buy, pick out the most expensive things because design does not, good design does not have to cost a lot of money. But here's the thing. There is a, things cost a certain amount of money. So if people ask me, I might say, if you're doing a medium-sized kitchen, I mean, nowadays, if you go to a big box store just for cabinets alone, you're still $20,000. Right. It's not, you know what I'm yeah. saying? This is a big investment, a kitchen. It's not It's not small. So you have to think of all the parts and pieces. Appliances, maybe the least amount of money you could spend would be, you know, like $5,000 or something like that. It depends how many appliances you're buying. Yeah, I mean, Sometimes you so can get, you buy three appliances, it's, you know, a big box store or a big vendor, and you can get, you know, $150 off. So it's really just working with the budget and figuring it out. But if you say, oh, I don't... I don't even have twenty thousand dollars. Then, then you know right away you're not going to be really getting a kitchen. Yeah, I so. mean, I agree with you. I think what you're saying is is that not only you know an aspect of design, being a good designer and being creative, having a you know comp, comp you know a personality right. that's appealing, right. of, of course, because you're spending a lot of time with the clients. But it's also the idea of of um, managing you know designing to a budget. And I feel I'm a firm believer that everybody has a budget. And if you don't have a budget, you need a budget because it's going to help gu- guide, you know, the design Everyone, process. Yes. And, you know, because nobody wants to go through 30 days of design and they have this wonderful concept that no one can really afford. Well, that the, is a waste of Well, then that's not a very good money designer and exactly. in the first place. Right. I'm so, just saying that's really so the not the idea process. of pulling out, you know, from them like, hey, what is the budget? Right. And, and I do... I do feel like people are honest and they really say like, Hey, I don't really have right. a budget. Cause I don't know what it costs. It's not like you're going to the Toyota dealership right. and you can go right. online and find, you know, the right. cheapest car and the most expensive car. But it I mean, you kind of have a range when you go somewhere, but when you go to a design builder, you go to a contractor, you go to a designer, it's really, it's as important as you collecting the creative ideas that you have is really understanding the budget of what you have. You know, it, and, it's, it's the most, first of all, the budget helps actually helps you and guides you through your creative process. Because like I was saying, you can make choices that are just smart and really creative. So a lot of times a stricter budget, a smaller kitchen is the perfect challenge because of what it takes to just make it fabulous because there's no way I'm, you know, everything I do is Yeah, is it, you know, I like awesome. to use the analogy of so. like going to a restaurant and then ordering, you know, somebody saying, "Oh, I know wine, you know, I'm the best at wine," and they order like the most expensive bottle. And they, and they and they say, "Oh, it's going to be great." Like, of R- course it is. Right. It's it's the most expensive bottle. Right. Like right. find me the bottle that's $18. That's, right, and that's that, that really great. That tastes right. great and then and then I give you accolades on that. But right. but but right. it's so true, you know, in this you know, one of the things that I would like to, you know, stress is, is that the experience of a designer is not just, you know, the projects that they've done, but go and ask that designer and say, tell me a situation where a client had a really tight budget and you were able to deliver on, you know, the creative and the energy and the excitement that, that they really wanted, you know, I, I, I think I mean, it's I love it that, absolutely yeah. the, the most important because, yeah. you know, because as, as the stress level goes, it's typically tied to money. 
you know, for money you and, know, and maybe inconvenience. Inconvenience, I think, is number two. To right. Money, I can you know? I can see, you know, once you start working on a, on a project, you know, you you develop with your designer and your contractor a, a time frame, a desired goal time frame. And after all of the decisions have been made and you've made all your selections, you have that information together, you place your orders, then we count backwards. We say, okay, where's the biggest, for in the kitchen, for example, where's the biggest, you know, where's the biggest item that's going to hold, you know, what do we need first to start with? And generally it's, it's the cabinetry. So we'll say, okay, to prep it, then we need maybe a week or two to demolish what but you have. But is it awkward after you get a budget and then you're there in the creative session and you've received the budget from both the husband and the wife, yeah. they've signed an agreement with yeah. you and said, hey, we're going to spend $50,000. And then, you know, you're in the fifth inning, you know, you're, you're kind of baseball, right. Astros just won, but you're, you're in the fifth inning and, you know, in the middle of the project and they're bringing you this idea or like, hey, I found this range that I want and it's outside their budget. Do you just, just slam them? And well, say no, you can't afford it, or do you? What do you do? Well, I say that's not in our budget. Do you, you know? Do you? And then uh, many times, if people want something, they will they find the funds. So suddenly, there's you know ten thousand dollars that just right. became magically available. Or, yeah, so, or so I you just say tell you them either, if you if you you're want that, pay more or or you're going to not have something else because there's trade offs. Yeah, I mean, I find it to be the hardest part. Right. Well, you, you know, you but, just but have you to, have to be you have to have that designer that's not afraid to speak. I mean, they have to come out yes. and they have to say, okay, I love that you know twelve thousand dollar range, right, but, but you, something else has to give. Right. So either you're not going to have a dishwasher. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, I need, or I need a dishwasher. Or you're not going to eat for a month. Or, have a okay, we're kitchen. not going to have granite right. countertops. <laughs> what do you want? A great range? No granite. You know, right. you know stuff it, like that. And you kind of joke joke around about it. I'm sorry. That's what design is about. Trade offs. Yep. And uh, you can in trade offs is a much better word than compromise. Oh, I, I find I, I find trade offs is yeah. I don't think positive. it's it's just like which do you prefer? What's your priority? Do you want the bigger soaking bathtub more than you want the the granite countertop? You know, yeah. or do you want? Oh, I don't know which. I want them both. Well, yeah. Well, you can't have both. You know, it's just like talking to a four year old. Sometimes. Well, we're here. <laughs> this is James Ramos. Way. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be back after a few messages. We're here with Jaya Rose from DKB Dakota Kitchen and Bath. Hey, we're back here with Jaya Rose. This is James Ramos with Move With Me Radio. My site is jamesramos.com and you can follow me on Twitter at JRTPA. So we're here with Jaya. We talked a little bit about the budget and now I want to kind of rewind and just say, okay, if you're a consumer out there, they call you. Are you coming to them? Are they coming to you? Like what's the typical, if a client was to call a designer? Well, generally speaking, I mean, the sooner I can get into their house to see how they currently live even if they're renting it's temporary you still there's clues people there's clues about how people live their lives even before you, they find something right i mean they can call you and they can say hey we're we're in the market we're no, renting we right this, now right we want to talk to different designers i think it would be helpful for me to understand and for the client to understand whether we'd be a good fit is to have me visit the home and generally speaking there is no fee for that i would come to the house um, just meet with the client, do a walkthrough. The client would just tell me, you know, the most important things that they have on their mind about their kitchen. I would ask questions. And then I would also ask to see the images that they have collected. Right. And then I could talk to them about the reality. Do, because a lot of times clients will have images of these huge 
humongous kitchens with these features that are actually are inappropriate for the scale right. of their space. I mean, there's a lot of conversation that has to go on. You know, I have to show them, okay, your ceiling might be eight feet high. You're showing me an image of a 12 foot ceiling. Right. I can't because I am not a magician. Yeah. And, and I found that, you know, for the consumers out there calling a great designer, going, you know, doing your due diligence, go on house, go on the sites that are of the American Association of Interior Design, the site that I mentioned, you know, go and find those designers, interview three or four. And then typically, you know, the first hour consultation is free. Right. You're meeting them and seeing if you're a good fit. You're yep. looking at their past experiences. And then they typically will have some level of a proposal. Of, yeah, a proposal. To work together. It's, it's an hourly mm-hmm. wait. You know, it's an hourly it fee based be, it or can, it could be a fixed fee depending fixed, on your scope. Right. But it's not like it's, you know, you're signing with someone that is going to be all the way through warranty. You know, if you see things going sideways, you can always, you know, say, hey, look, this is not working yeah, out. Yeah, no, you can't. At a nominal fee. Yeah. <laughs> I think you know. really that people know within the first 15 minutes of oh, meeting sure. someone. Yeah. My job is to understand what the client's looking for, do all the worrying and organizing for them. They don't have to keep all, it's a lot of information. They don't need to keep it in their head. Yeah, I'm and, going and to do that. You know, one of the most important things, um, I've said a lot of the most important things, but I, I, I want to stress to the to the listeners out there, it's very difficult to have a contractor or a designer walk through your house and you constantly are asking them, well, how much is this addition going to cost? How much is this going to cost? How much is that going to cost? And if they start spitting out numbers, it should be a range. And typically what I found is, is on Google, you gotta say, how much does a kitchen cost? It's like good, better, best. There's ranges for everything, right? but it's, but it's like going to, you know, an auto dealer. You don't know, you know, there's, there's Hyundai's to Mercedes Benz and Rolls Royces. And you're like, how much does this, does a car cost? We're like, I don't, I don't know what car you want. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a lot more give and take there before somebody can just throw out a number. Right. So when you hear people are saying, Oh, this is going to cost 50,000 and they don't know what you want. It's, 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 you know, buyer be aware. Well, right. Although on the other Stranger hand, danger. I, can't, I can't tell I don't know what the terms are. <laughs> I can tell you that prior to um, going to teach when I was, um, you know, had been here before working regularly, I could, I could say, okay, a kitchen ranges between X and X once I see the space, because I was doing them so often. So on the other side of what James is saying, I'm, I'm saying there's a range, there is a range for everything. And um, if you're telling your, your contractor or your designer that you want granite and you want this and you want that, those things cost a lot of money. So if they are telling, telling you a, a price, you know, you'll never. Under- I feel sometimes, you know, the clients will just go and keep asking different professionals, well, they, and finally they wait until they see get the guy who tells them the number that they want, and then they sign with them. You know what? There's nothing, in my opinion, there's nothing you can do about the, that particular kind of client, right. and there's all you're always going to have that happen. People are going to not be completely upfront, and they're going to promise the stars and give them what. Yeah. You so, know? so I agree. I think it's typical to you know mm-hmm. find the person that you want, sign up. A, a non, you know, it's it's not like this, you know, very complicated legal document. It's like a letter of engagement, if you will, right. and it's and it structures the hourly fee, mm-hmm. and, or and there's a scope, mm-hmm. and there's a budget listed, and there's you know kind of the objectives of what you know you're both trying to accomplish, mm-hmm. and there's an out for you. And you then know? I would just always say trust your gut. You know, a lot of times I think people will feel like they got in over their head or they'll be working on a project and they'll be midway and they'll be saying to each other, honey, did anybody come to do any work today? I didn't see anybody at the job site. 
Did you see anybody at the yeah. job site? Well, speaking of the job site, well, we're here with Jaya Rose. Jaya Rose is an interior designer. She's in the ASID network. She's a designer here in Tampa, Florida, South Tampa with Dakota Kitchen and Bath. I specialize so let's in go, kitchen and bath. You specialize. You're very good in kitchen and bath. Thank and you're you. very technical. I'm an you, expert. You can actually. draw. Some you know, you say don't I'm just, an expert. You don't just show me pretty pictures. No, no, no. But, but let's get to the, the, the most fun uh, oh, for some people. Oh, what? Not many people getting rid of the designer. No, the execution side. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, so you're you're there. You're you're now almost like a owner's representative because you've been with I them am. for a long time, and you're picking we you know we contractors. So, mm -hmm. how do you go about in keeping that triangle of okay? Of, well, what I would say is some in love and harmony. Yes, right. Because um, that's the most important thing. You're right. It can't. It can be because you can't have the fingers pointing. The contractor no. didn't do what I said and. It, it can be challenging, yeah. but I think that, um, you know, obviously it depends who has the, con I mean, the client always has the control. So if the client says we're using this, this guy and that's the guy, it's always going to come down. If we don't agree between the contractor and the designer, then, then we're going to have to, we're angling for the client to make a decision based on, in theory, two people that she trusts. But the thing is teamwork is really is about teamwork. And if you end up in a situation, I don't know, I just always try and take the high road myself. And I always try and start off with just, you know, I'm there to support the contractor. I'm not there to make his life miserable. I'm not there to tell him what to do. I give a set of drawings that the clients approve that we'd agree we've agreed on. And all you need to do is execute them according to the documents. Right. And I am going to go to the job site. That's another kind of cover for the client that um, is worried about what's going on because I am there as their agent. So I'm going to check to make sure that those electrical outlets are in the right place, right. that the lighting is laid out correctly. And, you know, I don't need anybody there with me and I don't need to tell anybody what to do. But the drawings are part of the contract at the end of the day and they get signed by the client. And that's what unless we there's a change deliver. order, you know, there to, if a client makes execute, a change, then yeah. then then it's in writing the cost of the change or the rebate. You know, sometimes money's given back to a client if something's omitted. Um, all goes through a formal piece of paper, so everybody's clear on everything. There's no getting to the end of a job and saying, "Hey, wait, I I bought the." You know, it's none of that. It's organized, it's documented, and it's kept um, in a very. Um, you know, through a process and a system that we have in the office. And when do you typically bring a contractor in the picture? Is it once, once you're my done drawings or? are done? Okay. Once we know what we want. Now, now that's really not true. Let's just say if we're if a client wants to open up a house, like a lot of people are trying to um, take their homes and remove a wall so that it's a big open one one space. If I feel confident that I know that a wall is not a bearing wall, meaning it doesn't right. hold any structure, then I don't need to call someone in. But I will call in a contractor that I know to take a look at the job just to make sure that we're being realistic about the things that the client wants to do and that the existing structure can handle those changes all the way from structural to electrical. If you get new electrical appliances, they may require more power than you currently have in your existing electric box. So yeah. maybe we need a sub panel, but these are all the things that I support the client with. I explain them to the client. I educate them. I want my client to make choices based on knowledge, not based on what I say. Right. You know, yeah. at a certain point, of course, I do like when I they I mean, the whole concept <laughs> of, of design and build doesn't mean that you have to find the contractor who also has a designer. 
it's the concept of design and build, meaning you have to work as a team. And I think that's exactly what you're saying. So having the designer, having the contractor working together, you know, and, 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 and following that fine line, you know, right. there's, you want to have the creativity, in. you want to keep it to budget and you want to keep things moving smoothly. You don't want to bring a contractor in after because, of, you know, a lot of times the design you can't actually do. Right. Which is very frustrating to so the client. That's why so that's you, when the finger pointing starts. The designer has to understand what their qualifications are and what their competency level is. So I just... Um, I just want to, I always advise working with a professional. I always recommend finding somebody that your gut tells you, you know, you're going to feel good about working with. And then, um, you know, weekly meetings with the clients or biweekly meetings on the job site with everyone there. Keep the lines of communication open. The minute you stop hearing or talking to somebody, there's trouble. No news is not good news in contracting. Yeah, absolutely. So you recommend weekly meetings? A week on a large project, definitely, because there's a lot of things happening. Um, on, uh, but yeah, yes, I do. Doesn't hurt to just meet, even if there's just a couple things to go over. And then maybe there's a week where you know you're still on the on the on the path, and you don't need it. Absolutely. Well, I'm so excited to have you, Jaya Rose. Thank you, James. I appreciate you. She's an excellent designer here in Tampa. We're glad to have her back to Tampa Bay. Uh, my name is James Ramos with Move With Me Radio. I'll talk to you next week. Take care. Thanks for joining us today. If you missed all of the program or want to hear it again, listen to the podcast on jamesramos.com or on YouTube at Ramos Media Network. See you next week with Ramos Design Build, Tampa Bay's premier real estate design, build, and construction company. Hi, this is James Ramos with Move With Me Radio. If you are in need to renovate your kitchen and seek affordable luxury, I'm excited to introduce you to Dakota Kitchen and Bath. DKB not only represents some luxurious products, we also offer design services that will help you make your home dreams a reality. If you are ready to bring that family back to the table, schedule an in-home consultation by visiting us at www.dakota.gallery or call 813-259-0002. Let us show you how amazing your kitchen can be.